Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, right there. Yeah. Oh, God, it's been oh, such a good week. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, oh, COVID oh. relief. Oh, God, I needed some COVID relief. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God, I want to kiss and fucking date and marry everyone in America. If we played that game right now, date, kill, marry, it's just everything. Everything, everybody. Well, I want oh, to kill everyone. in there, too. Well, okay. Just saying. Right? Date, kill, fuck, I think. Something. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love everybody that had anything to do <laughs> with COVID relief. It's just, oh, Biden's speech. It was right, Merrick Garland. Uh, justice along with me is coming oh yeah oh god right there yeah justice yeah oh oh dear do you want do you want to marry biden's speech yes i want to fuck it and kiss it and marry it (laughs) i want to kiss and fuck justice and the statue of liberty okay you know what i've been locked up for quite a while for covid and so long hmm, you know what okay sexy liberal uh 10-year anniversary special just went on sale and so in its honor (laughs) margaret cho is in that and then she is this week's happy hour as well I, the woman, the myth, the legend, uh, Margaret Cho. And then, of course, the woman, the myth, the legend of Chicago, the rockin' representative from the great state of Illinois, Representative Jan Schakowsky. Enjoy happy hour, motherfuckers. Oh, I still get I'm just as nervous as the first time. Oh, okay. Grammy, Emmy, and Golden Globe nominated. Uh, the, most recently for the animated movie Over the Moon, available on Netflix, uh, that was just nominated this past week for a Golden Globe. The woman, the myth, the legend. Yay. Rockstar cheers, please. Margaret Cho joins us now. Hi. Rolling, Hi, thank you. I'm not done yet. Rolling Stone calls her one of the best 50 <laughs> best stand-up <laughs> comics of all time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Hi, Precious Pumpkin. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Um, I was talking about being backstage with you. I don't know if it was in Chicago or L.A., but just being right up in your face going, <laughs> I can't believe I get to share a stage with you. I can't believe I get to work with you. <laughs> Do you remember oh. that? Yeah, we had a good time. Chicago was great. Yeah. And it was just so weird. I mean, it, it's like to think about live comedy it's really a lost forgotten dream i wanted to I do that again i know oh my god yeah. remember in la remember in la you and me and mm-hmm. uh, rob reiner and adam schiff and ted Lou and it just i yeah i know feels it like, was so exciting feels like a thousand years ago well i so i'm it's this was past sunday they were talking about your golden globe nomination and then there you are you pop up on msnbc and you were great 
talking about oh, just these disgusting attacks on Asian Americans that I and Donald Trump just said it again at CPAC. I call it the China flu. Well, he doesn't have very many jokes. Like he just he keeps on harping on that. But it's like, you know, the long history of racism against Asian Americans, whether it's the building of the Transatlantic Railroad, which killed about 20,000 at least um, Chinese workers working on the railroad. And then, um, you know, all of the instances of lynching and everything, it's really a chapter that hasn't even been written yet. In you are saying, you're, we such, yeah. about it. you're saying such serious things, but your dog is clearly losing its over the anti-Asian attacks. There, there is a, a squirrel outside and racism. So she is really angry about both. I mean, that's how it is. Margaret, as she does, is making the most like sm- searing, smart social commentary. <laughs> I know. It's very loud. She loves to like um, bark during any kind of social media. She hates like anything that mommy is not looking right at her for. <laughs> Apparently your attention is divided now. But anyway, I, know. I, I mean, I just, uh, I, I don't even know what to say, but I can barely watch these horrible attacks that just, and generally it's against horrible. really elderly Asian people that are being shoved to their death by, and I, yeah. I, do you, I mean, I blame Donald Trump for everything because he is mostly to blame, but I, and I'm sure, I know, well, I know anti-Asian discrimination is not new, but don't you mm-hmm. think that has a lot to do with it? The China virus and Kung flu and all this. Ugh. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a it's a it's a slow process of dehumanization, and when you can dehumanize an entire group of people that um, you know that 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 are uh, somewhat like they're storied. There's like a lot of talk about how we are wealthy. We are the crazy rich Asians, or we're the bling empire, and then there's these people who are losing their jobs, who are very frustrated about that, who are feeling financial insecurity, they're feeling food insecurity sometimes. So you have this fear that turns into rage that has to be let out somewhere. So they're attacking the most vulnerable, which is very sad, um, older Asian Americans who have to also deal with um, the compounding effects of PTSD from wars in their home countries. I know my family deals with a lot of that. And um, so it's a very sad situation. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I don't, you keep reinventing yourself so many times, I can't keep track. Uh, the Masked Singer was, of course, a huge hit. But can uh-huh. I just tell you? That was fun, yeah. It was I, so fun. I have insomnia, and so I just need various movies in the middle of the night. And I uh, landed on Friendsgiving, the indie comedy that oh, you... Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. That was so cool that with you... Wanda and, and Fortune and Kat. Yes. I was so excited to do that. That was really fun. Two sexy liberals in it, you and Aisha Tyler. And Aisha Tyler gets high on mushrooms and makes out with a woman. I was like, why (laughs) doesn't this happen to me on Sexy Liberal Tour? I know. That Margaret Cho appears as an angel while I'm sleeping and then uh, Aisha Tyler makes out with me. Why does that not happen Mm. to me? <laughs> oh, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, uh, well, listen, you you know, you're obviously been taught you you've been political, I mean, since forever. But you we just you just tweeted about what we just talked about. You said Republicans will stop at nothing to suppress voters, but we're fighting back and demanding Congress expand voting rights. The Senate the Senate must pass for the people. And Margaret, I keep saying I don't think anything else matters. 
if they don't. We're not going to get mm-hmm. anything else done if they they are succeed in suppressing the vote the way they are they are trying to. Do you think? I know, and they acknowledge that they've been trying to suppress the vote. They know that this is their main way that they've won every time is voter suppression, and so they're very out in the open about what they've been doing. And that's really disgusting, too. It really shows the um, capacity and depth of white privilege, uh, wealth privilege, um, conservatism privilege. You know, it's a really crazy thing. Like, if you think they're okay about it, that's right. It's it's all about racism, in my opinion. Electoral college, the, the filibuster, the, it just the, the amount, you know, of voter suppression. And I was laughing they always come down on the side of racism. So there's this big Oprah interview with, Her- you know, Megan and Harry last night. And all the right wingers mm. are like, oh, Megan and Harry are so woke. They want to cancel the royal family. It's like, right. Well, first of all, America's founded on canceling the royal family. But secondly, you know, I know. yes, like exactly. if being woke is not being an effing racist, then yeah, okay. I mean, it's... It's just I can't believe they're defending the royal family against being racist. I know. <laughs> I I'm so amazed at uh, Meghan Markle. Like the the fact that she had to deal with all that she dealt with, and and then to not yeah. be destroyed by that. You know, we have no understanding. Like there's trolling, and then there's like royal trolling. <laughs> like that's like really right. intense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the the, the monarchy is this. It's a very strange institution that is incredibly racist, and yet they're not even allowed. We're not even allowed to broach it, you know. And right. and uh, they need to get 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 a wake up now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, we were saying it just so reminded you of what happened to Diana. You were like, "Wow, they've right. learned nothing, right?" Yeah, they haven't. I mean, it's it's really sickening, um, and also for. A uh, woman, uh, you know, for the queen to do that to another woman, you know, especially we are uh, at International Women's Day, which I'm very angry about too. Because why is it a day? Um, that's all we right. get. That's we get a day. Not cool. We get a day. Not cool. I mean, we should celebrate ourselves every day. Yeah. Well, but also, I, you know, it reminded me any woman, you know, including you, of course can relate to what she was talking about, about being a woman in the public eye under that pressure. Remember you, you know, oh, talking yeah. about your stories of making American Girl, about the sitcom and the pressure uniquely so that hard. women and women of color particularly find right. themselves in, right? Because there's um, so much, um, so much, uh, I think, um, excitement around when the uh unseen previously unseen becomes seen so but you as you when you're like entering into the atmosphere you burn up it's basically the law of physics and and how um all of this works you just burn up because it's just part of that emergence and megan markle again landmark first person of color who's actually in the royal family and that's really hard for them to take. And so the casual racism of saying something like, is he too dark to be prince? That's really sickening. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and you've spoken, I mean, this is why you're such a shero to so many people, because you've been so like raw and honest about your struggles and your pain. And I mean, her talking about her depression and wanting to commit suicide and them saying, no, that wouldn't look good. You can't go get help. Right. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that, you mm-hmm. know, this is what I always loved about you is I was like, God, 
they cannot kill Margaret Cho's funny. They can do everything yeah. to her, but you just keep reinventing yourself. How do you, where do you find the strength? I mean, it, it's, I, it, that's the one thing I took for this. Wow, she's strong. She got through all this. How did, <laughs> how did you do it? I know. It's important to like note that other people's opinions are just opinions. And I think that that's really the, the main thing is that you can't be um, sort of live or die by the way people think, especially people, people who don't know you and know you personally and know who you are and what your heart is about, you know? So that's a very mm. important yeah. lesson that's taken me, you know, 50 years to figure out. But um, ultimately I think it's so beautiful that people like Megan Markle are out there talking to Oprah and, you know, and, and Prince Harry's great too, but this is really Megan's moment. Like I think yeah. this is really yeah. special. She went through so much, and I feel like this is uh, integral to her healing. Well, and I, I think I'm hoping that, you know, she saved a lot of people that heard her say yep. that thing about suicide that said, if I knew that if I didn't say it, I would do it, you know, and just having yes. the courage to, to say it out loud, knowing, you know, awesome. that would freak yeah. Harry out with all the loss he's been through, you know, but uh, it, mm -hmm. it's... But I just feel like that's, I know. What, that's what you've done your whole life and career is just empowered other people by speaking your truth and being so fearless about it. Yes, yes. That, was, that, wasn't, really, a, that wasn't a question. Really, it was an homage. Uh, thank you. Well, it's really important <laughs> to speak the truth. And it's important to, I mean, you know what's so weird is like, how come Megan gets all the vitriol of this family and not Andrew? Andrew, yeah. who's yes. a for real pedophile, with for real photographs, with for real Jeffrey Epstein on um, the Lolita Express. But, you know, he's just kind of excised very quietly yeah. from the royal family. And so this is really important that Meghan Markle is able to step out and say all this about yeah. what happened and what she's been through. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, the, to talk about the double standard for women. The palace is probably yeah. relieved, right? They're like, oh, thank God. Thank God. He's off Andrew. <laughs> I know. It's like, but the heat, the heat is like for totally different reasons. For her, it's for not being white. I mean, right. that's it, right. really. Yeah. And it's and it's it's really um, for him. It's just he had to do so many things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So this the COVID relief bill is a, a, a big, you know deal as joe biden would say huh i mean it just doesn't it feel hard to process actual hope now we're like oh my god we're gonna have enough vaccine by may we're like getting yeah. help to the american people it just it doesn't it feel finally like i'm not gonna know how to i mean i wasn't good as you know at communicating with humans in person before this but i don't it's just we're all gonna need counseling coming out of this aren't we i mean it's, i think so i think so i think but what's good about it is that it is a collective experience and that everybody has endured it in their own special ways. And I feel like really hopeful that this will change just for the better. Um, you know, and I feel like a society has to change for the better. I feel like yeah. your COVID, your lockdown has consisted of having very long, angry conversations with your small yippy dog about various social issues. <laughs> well, we get real angry about putting rice in the bird feeder, people putting rice, throwing rice at weddings because it explodes in birds' stomachs. So, we, we really talk a lot about birds. Well, she also doesn't like birds or squirrels, <laughs> but she does side with the birds when it comes to rice in a wedding. Okay. <laughs> 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 
Thank you for your uh, 10th anniversary. Uh, you get the award for the fastest anyone sent me back a uh, appearance for the 10th anniversary sexy oh, liberal. Oh, good. I'm, I'm like, like well, I can't believe it's been 10 years. It's so fast. I know. But I'm like, Margaret Cho is a goddess, yeah. a legend. She's busy. I was like, oh, that's faster than you get Chinese food in New York. Oh, is that racist? Wait yeah. a minute. No. No, you're Korean. No. no you're Korean. It's... Actually, I'm Chinese. You know, I'm, a, I'm Chinese and I'm related to Lisa Ling. This is what we discovered the other day. Oh my God! Really? Funny? Wait, what? Ancestry.com Ling, is amazing. It's really Ancestry.com. <clears throat> um, no, Lisa Ling and I did. Uh, we were on Clubhouse. <laughs> so, so weird. I don't even. I don't understand. I'm like, is this like Friendster? Um, Clubhouse <laughs> is a very. Uh, I don't understand app, but Lisa Ling and I were on there wow. talking, and she told me that mm-hmm. we were related. Wow. Huh. What did your mom think about that? Okay. Here's radio DJ a, trying to set Margaret. Oh, no. Because Lisa Lee's <laughs> Chinese, but I'm actually 100% Chinese, which is the other thing that my mother does not accept. Because that means she's 100% huh. Chinese. Right. Yeah. I like that was wow. every DJ for the last 30 years trying to get Margaret Cho to do her mother in a clumsy ham <laughs> way. What would your mom say no. about that, Margaret? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a long, like a no, like it's like through like a, like a sail, like a horn, like a no, like an ocean organ. <laughs> it's like a whale kind of through a blowhole, yeah. like a no. <laughs> I am going to clamp myself on your head like a koala when this COVID thing is over. Oh, yes. That'd be wonderful. You are a, yeah. a hero, a warrior for I just for women, for people of color, for LGBTQ people. You remember you're part of my coming out story because I told you the night before I came out on yeah. the radio that I was going to come out. And in the morning, really? in the morning, I think it was Shelly Wright said to me, oh, God, are you sure? Don't you want you shouldn't you like don't you have a strategy with your people? I'm like, A, I don't have people. And B, it's too late. I already told Margaret Cho. I'm like, tell, <laughs> telegram, telegraph, tell fantastic. Margaret Cho. I mean, it's over. I it's can't fantastic. take it back now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. I love you. And I can't wait to see you in I person. Love you. All right. Bye. Can't wait. Bye, Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Margaret. Bye. Bye, you and your little yappy dog. Oh, God, I love her so much. I can't stand it. I love her so much. Okay. Oh, she's still here. She's still listening. Okay. (laughs) You know, some happy hours you really don't want to clean up. I just, I want it filthier and filthier. Okay. I love Margaret. I love her. Okay, but the new deal shop.com because we are in the final sprint, man. Don't wait. Yes. We keep saying about COVID, don't stop running because you see the finish line. Yeah. The new deal shop.com. Get your KN95 mask. Get your, uh, we have the blue disposables. If you double mask, we have the uh, FDA authorized KN95s, the real deal. Uh, we got to, got to, we have variants out there, right? It is too early to, to let up and to stop masking. Go to the new deal shop.com. Get your KN95s. Get your regular mask. Get your uh, aloe vera, lavender hand sanitizer. Get your clean phone, clean phone pro, clean phone wand, that UV light. If you're not using UV light, I mean, and it doesn't go I mean, in the body like some orange a-hole said. It goes, you zap your phone and all of your packages right. and, you know, uh, your remotes and your uh, earphones and you your name keyboards. it. Car- your car- keyboards get gross. Car keys, yeah. anything. The, the uh, clean phone yeah. wand is portable, goes with you. The clean phone pro, you can charge and uh, disinfect your phone and all your other small objects. Get it all at thenewdealshop.com. That is thenewdealshop.com. Now, back to the show. the uh, pro-Major Biden caucus here, which includes uh, me and my equally ill-trained beast, Jamie. 
All right, Jamie's very excited. You know why? Because uh, uh, because it's time for the rocking congresswoman from the great state of uh, who also has a small, ill-trained dog. <laughs> Representative Jan Schakowsky of the great state of Illinois joins us now. Hello, good morning, Representative. Oh, good morning, Stephanie. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. I well, listen. I just, I already love you, and now I just I want to kiss you and hug you and squeeze you over the COVID relief bill because it really is, as Joe Biden would say, a BFD. Right. I mean, it is the biggest progressive piece of legislation maybe ever. Right. Well, they're saying maybe since the days of Lyndon B. Johnson, um, when so many of our fundamental bills were actually signed into uh, into law. But um, that's a long time ago. Um, Generations have uh, have passed since uh, since then. And I'm so excited and so proud. And let's remember, he's only been president for like a month and a half. It's mm-hmm. just remarkable. I, yeah, that's Operation Warp, Warp Speed. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, the number of vaccinations, just the I think the amount of hope people are finally feeling. I mean, and, and also just the, the contrast. You said while the GOP leader was reading Dr. Seuss, Democrats passed a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill that will cut child poverty in half and deliver urgently needed uh, relief. Um, it, it just... It's sort of extraordinary that they that not one Republican voted for a bill that has, you know, in a pandemic that has killed 500, what, 25,000 Americans? No more than that, I think. Isn't it the politics of it just completely eludes me? I don't understand. The only place where it's a partisan issue is in the Congress itself, Mm -hmm. because out in the world, uh, in our world, um, the what 75 percent sometimes more in polling want this bill need this bill appreciate it and it's a it's really a sea change in the um interpretation of what government means i think we have passed a point where you know um government is the problem um not the solution people are looking to government now and they're going to get it Joe Biden said help is on the way and it's it's coming. Yeah. We're going to vote on this. It's going to be great. I yes. feel like I, we're in the middle of watching, well, my dad's party. I mean, one a major party in America just commit suicide. I, I just I mean, this bill has 83 percent, I believe, last poll I saw public approval rating. Um, okay, so I, I mean, they're, they, they're hanging on to Donald Trump, who helped them lose the White House, the, the House and the Senate who is actively telling people to send money to me, not to the Republican Party. I mean, what do you make of what's happened to your colleagues, your Republican colleagues? Well, I mean, how do they go home and they say, well, yes, I voted against sending you that check. I voted against extending unemployment insurance. No, your kids are not going to get that tax credit that's going to alleviate poverty. And we don't want to put food on your table. Yeah. And so we voted no. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what the, uh, you know, the message can possibly be. Well, and as you tweeted, uh, Representative, you said as Americans suffer and demand uh, um, relief and systemic change, Republicans across the country have united to suppress the vote. It's disgusting. We must pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. I keep saying I don't think anything else matters unless we pass that because the, the, these bills are just they dropped any pretense of voter fraud. They are just absolutely trying to 
stop the cut, cut the amount of people that can vote, right? Cutting early voting, so to, get, trying to get away with, it. you know, vote by mail, trying to, I mean, I, I can't even keep up with all the, the, the techniques, right? So in Georgia, they thought, well, you know, that Sunday voting where black people right. have souls to the polls, um, that lets them vote more, that, that brings out the vote more. So let's just get rid of Sunday voting. Right. I mean, it, it's so blatant. The racism, um, the is just shocking, really. They don't care, though. They're shameless. They're totally shameless. Yeah. They do what they think they have to do to pick their own voters, to limit uh, people's right to vote. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and speaking of racism, you also tweeted today the U.S. House of Representatives uh, said Black Lives Matter. We passed the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2021. Um, I am I am uh, wearing my I Can't Breathe shirt. Obviously, the uh, uh, Derek Chauvin trial is going on. And it just I, it seems like it's so obvious why we need that. that and to me, Representative, correct me if I'm wrong, police should be happy about this. I mean, police don't want to have to do all of the, you know, their jobs they, they're not equipped for. They're not, you know, social workers, they're not mental health counselors, they're not drug addiction, uh, um, you know, specialists, right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, this is going to make our country so much better. But, you know, since George Floyd was killed before the murder was right in front of our eyes, eight minutes and 46 seconds we watched in, in horror. There's been a lot of incidents since then. Um, you know, our young um, poet laureate um, was trapped to her door by security. Yeah. They thought she looked um, suspicious. Really? I mean, the it, it, it goes on and on, the targeting of people of color. Um, and we can't we can't have that anymore. Um, people are ready for this uh, th- this change to make um, police the more accountable. And as you said, they don't have to do all the things that they are sent out to do, armed um, and um, and dangerous themselves. So yeah, I, I would hope that that law enforcement would understand and support um getting some of the bad apples people who are quick on the on, on the trigger who are known racists um that that they should not want those people in in their force yeah well let's again go back to hr1 though the voting rights act because again i just i don't feel like we're going to get any of our other stuff done if we can't figure this out what do you think the path is for hr1 i know now on bloody sunday um anniversary, Biden signed the executive order directing the sprawling apparatus of the federal government to promote voting rights. Um, It's an executive order which mostly focuses on promoting voter registration, making election information more accessible. But there's only so much the president can do, right, with with an executive order. Um, He said every eligible voter should be able to vote and have it counted. If you have the best ideas, you have nothing to hide. Let more people vote. Well, Republicans, as you said, Representative, are doing diametrically the opposite of that. They are trying to get the least amount of people able to vote possible. How, what's the path for all this? So I think the path has to do with the filibuster. Yeah. Uh, and there is a robust discussion right now. You know, the, the, the fact that uh, you, you need 60 votes to pass a bill in the Senate is probably one of the most undemocra- undemocratic, small d, um, procedures that we could possibly have. 
um, you know, the Senate itself, um, it, in, in many ways, if you look at it, is not really all that democratic when yeah. you have two senators from Utah and two senators from California. Um, you know, it's not exactly even Stephen here. Um, but the, the filibuster is now being robustly debated in the including um, Joe Manchin is talking about yeah. ways that we might be able to limit that. Otherwise, that kind of ne- much needed bill is going to have a hell of a time in the uh, in the Senate to get passed. Is that the bell that you have to go vote for something or are we at the third floor no. of lingerie? What's happening? It must be on your end. Oh, There's OK. All right. Here. I thought that yeah. was like ding, 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 trying to go save democracy, Jan Schakowsky. Ding, 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 ding. OK. Um, <laughs> talk to us about um, vaccine apartheid. Because, you know, I know you've work, been working to make sure poorer nations also have access to the vaccines uh, that wealthier nations are able to manufacture. This is what was always wrong with the America first or America alone is that you how how much more egregiously can we learn the lesson of that unless we vaccine ever vaccinate everybody, this is you know, viruses are going to continue to circulate around the entire world. This has been so frustrating. I'm so grateful to you for even bringing it up. This story has not been told. There are well over 30 countries that have not had one shot, one vaccine given. Um, They are vulnerable. Um, There are new deviants developing around the world. We are in danger if we don't vaccinate everyone around the world. Um, And this is not happening. Why? Because the big pharmaceutical companies don't want to agree to a waiver that just for the pandemic time would allow countries to provide to to manufacture their own va- their own vaccines. Um, this is about intellectual property rights. This is about so they want to extend the discussion uh, about this, looking for a third way, which is really a no way. Um, we need to get this waiver to the um, what is called the TRIPS agreement, but it's with the World Trade Organization to be able to allow countries to make vaccines now before, it, you know, we're, we're in a race against time here because if we don't get those shots in people's, in people's arms, it gives time for these variants to, to yes. flourish all over the world and we are a small world it's going to come to us yeah exactly what it has so um i'm i'm really really frustrated that can't seem to um get too much attention and i attribute that to the um pharmaceutical industry i mean watch all the shows on television but even progressive cable and every other ad is from a pharmaceutical company are rolling in money and they don't want to lose it. It is profits over people and we are all at risk because of it. Well, yeah, and Representative, I think we just got a little bit of good news this morning that looks like the Pfizer vaccine is uh, effective against the, is it the Brazilian variant? That's what what I read, yeah. Variant, yeah. Um, But again, it just goes to show you that we're going to keep getting variants from different places. We need to get everybody vaccinated everywhere to really crush this. I mean, otherwise, we're always going to be just racing against time. And it, it, it's so, yeah, I mean, thank you for your work on that, because I, I think that's going to be the next 
you know, it's the next mountain to climb even here is vaccine hesitancy, right? Right. Yeah, I wonder if all of the members of Congress who are eligible, we're all eligible to have um, our shots. I bet there's some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle that have said no. I'm not sure about that, but yeah. I, it would be these are the same people that don't wear don't want to wear masks mm-hmm. you know it's such part. a it's such a difference in philosophy we were just talking about the homeless problem here in uh, la and in california and we were talking about that you know garcetti or others can put forward good legislation and then what happens is all the separate communities vote down having a homeless shelter in their area and then they blame you know then it's a, it's a vicious circle where they blame the politicians but it's it, the same as vaccine right represent feels like it's a we problem if we all figure out how to address it, it's just, but if it's always someone else's problem and, or, you know, whether it's America first on vaccines. You know, we, have a, we have a name for it, NIMBY, not in my backyard. Right. Um, that, uh, and, you know, it's as, you know, and, and we like to pride ourselves on being a compassionate person, but just as long as it's not in our backyard. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is why I got to say just the COVID relief bill. I'm just so, it's such a big deal. And thank you for your part in it because Cutting childhood poverty in half is not nothing. I mean, this is really going to, you know, and, and what does Bill Clinton always say? Rising tide lifts all boats. So hopefully, you know, poverty, food insecurity, homelessness, hopefully this will, will help a lot of things uh, at the same time. You know, we really haven't heard much from the other side uh, uh, about how the, the debt is, is rising a little bit. Um, we have a new, it's a new day where people believe that government can be the answer. And that's why I'm so thrilled that we're actually doing it, not just talking yeah. about it, Yeah. but it helps so millions and millions of people. I'm thrilled. Congratulations. I, You know what? I am having a little vaccine envy, and I'm wondering if I can borrow a uh, Jan Schakowsky uh, wig to see if I can get a vaccine <laughs> shot. I'm not proud at this point. I'll wear my official Chicago Steph head shirt. Oh, okay. Okay. Just I, it's can it's I borrow your can I borrow your ID to get a vaccine? <laughs> Stephanie. Just kidding. Not, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but it, it is. It should be getting better in your neighborhood, too. Yeah, um, yeah. there's definitely more vaccines. There's more of these big staging places yeah. where they're giving you know, hundreds and thousands and millions. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't wait. And then I'm going to hug you and not let go. Until your okay. until your hey, until your until your security removes me like usual, but representative, <laughs> <laughs> thank you as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Thank you. Bye. There she goes. Thank you. The rockin' Bye. the rockin' representative from the great state of Illinois, Representative Dan Schakowsky.